everyone. Welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, we are very excited to be starting a new series this month. Um, we're going to be covering a couple of topics. We're going to be talking about mentoring and the importance of that, what that looks like, and also going to be talking ac- about accountability. Mm-hmm. Those things are different in some regards. They're also similar in a lot of ways and how those work together, but also how they are unique things. And so we're excited to jump into that series this month. We are very excited to be welcoming a guest for these first two weeks of this month. Um, our guest is Jamie Hull. Jamie, we are so excited to have mm, you with us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, too. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So Jamie um, is going to be really talking with us about mentoring mm-hmm. and really just the importance of it, um, how you go about even like finding a mentor, right. being mentored. Why do I even care about that? We're just going to be covering lots of ground over these next couple of weeks. But Jamie is the Mentoring Relationship Coordinator, is your fancy title, (laughs) at the Church at Avenue South, which is a church here in Nashville, one that I'm closely connected to and just love so much. And I know just even from so many of my friends who are part of your ministry at that church, just how powerful mentoring has been within that specific church. Mm -hmm. And so I'm super excited. Jamie and I had lunch a few weeks back. I'm going to be honest, Jamie, I don't even remember what we were meeting about. We were meeting about something, but we ended up talking about lots and lots of things, which is what happens a lot of times when two women get together for lunch. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But we really just kind of started talking about, I mean, Jamie has a podcast of her own, and as she was sharing with me just her heart for mentoring and um, how she's seen that change so many people's lives, I was like, man, we got to have you on Mercy Talk. Like, this is just an obvious thing. So we're really excited about it. Um, Jamie has a ministry called Face to Face mentoring and also has a book called face to face i'm really just around this idea so jamie if you would be willing just to kind of share with us a little bit of your background a little bit about what you do in your ministry maybe a little about the book just any background you can give us would be great well i always love to start with my god story because mm-hmm. yeah. after you hear my story then you know why i say face to face and what's going on so yeah. um, i grew up in a small town in pennsylvania and I went to church all the time. Um, my mom was a head of musician. She was a musician, mm-hmm. ahead of the music, ahead of what was going on. So I just was there all the time, singing, dancing, doing all the shows. And then, of course, in high school as well. Yeah. And so it was a small town. And I thought I was really good. So <laughs> I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go to New York City and become a Broadway star. That's oh, right. Cool. Oh, so that was my dream. <laughs> and, you know, I um, am a big dreamer. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think that was out of my wheelhouse at all. Mm -hmm. So after graduation, I did try one other school just for a little bit. And then I decided, no, I'm going to New York City and I'm going to be a Broadway star. Mm -hmm. So I went to New York City and um, it was 
quite overwhelming. Mm, Um, I didn't realize it at the time what New York City really was Mm, all about. I had visited. That's that's one thing. But to live there, um, you know, and and I was auditioning for parts in in plays, musicals and uh, commercials. And, you know, they had things written down on um, the newspaper at the time for the audition. And it said they needed a five, four and a half female brunette belter alto and oh, wow. that could dance and i thought well they might as well just write in there that's me <laughs> that's jamie yeah. so i went there and when i opened the door i was shocked because there were like 30 other women mm-hmm. in that room that looked just like me i didn't hear everyone sing but you know they could sing yeah and so it was a real eye-opener for me so i was in a very large city with millions of people but I felt very disconnected, alone, and really disillusioned because mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Now, even though I was going to church and I was sitting in the pew every week and I was very faithful, I did not have a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And I didn't know I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy wow. about that. So um, I was invited to a Christian concert. And so I went to the Christian concert and I thought, well, this is perfect. This is, I feel comfortable here. And that it was just crazy because everybody was singing along songs I had never heard and I felt like a foreigner Mm. in there and so at the end of the concert the singer gave their testimony and witness and and explained um, what it meant to have a relationship with the Lord so that was the night that I accepted the Lord so the next morning I walk um, I walked from Greenwich Village up to Times Square and I walked into a church and it was speaking my love language again because it was the inside of an old theater so Mm. you know you had the chairs and the chandelier and the curtains Again, music I didn't know, and I felt very uncomfortable, but I was not going to let this get me. So I moved out to the edge of the um, aisle and went down forward, and I said to the um, pastor, I don't know what's going on here. I thought I knew everything about religion, so I need some help. And at that time, they didn't put me in a class or assign me a book or tell me to read or come back and be a member. But at that very moment, I was assigned a mentor. This church had decided that if God sent them someone that needed guidance or help, they would assign them a person to walk alongside Mm, and do life. So if you can imagine, ladies, (laughs) I only have ever walked alone as a Christian for about eight hours. Hmm. I accepted the Lord on a Saturday night (laughs) and received my mentor on Sunday morning. Mm. So I thought, oh, okay, this is what real church does. So I'm after I married my husband and we moved up and down the East Coast, I would go into churches and say, okay, we're newly married and we don't get it. We uh-huh. need some help, please. <laughs> you know, and they, they'd say, okay. And, and I'd say, you know, we need a mentor. And they'd say, well, that's great if you find one. Yeah, tell yes, us about tell that. Tell us about uh-huh. that. Good luck so to you. I was really a complainer to the Lord and I was telling him all my woes and eventually you know what he did he turned to me and I I, I can't say it I heard it audibly but he said to I me I know where this is going yeah, yes. uh, stop complaining be a solution yeah. and start mentoring right so that's what I did that's really so cool. uh, for more than 35 years I've been mentoring other women and pouring into them and it is absolutely the most powerful 
whole thing to be on either side of it. Mm -hmm. As I have received from my mentors and changed my life, I also have been pouring into others and I see how God uses just a broken vessel like me to help someone else. So Mm -hmm. we do life together. So that is what what I do and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And it's not something that the church is talking about. No, it's not. And it's not what people are really thinking about doing. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I'm really passionate about sharing it. I'm so grateful that you have invited me that Mm. we can just talk about it. And it's it's kind of fun because we're sitting at a table with everybody on the same page. Yep. Mm -hmm. We all want mentors or have mentors Mm -hmm. or are seeking to mentor someone else. And so that makes it really easy to talk about something. I love that. Well, Jamie, could you kick this conversation as far as mentoring off by defining what mentoring is? Because I think all of us listening and sitting here like, I know what mentoring is. Then we go probably don't really know fully what mentoring is. So can you define it? Because like you said, the church is not talking about it. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those words we've all heard and we have maybe a concept, but could you Mm -hmm. kind of boil that down for us and help us understand what mentoring is, how you define it? Sure. Very easy. A mentoring relationship. Well, let's talk about what is a mentor. A Mm -hmm. mentor is um, someone who is mature in the Lord, a little bit further down the road in their faith than Mm -hmm. you are. Yeah and key. They're growing. Hmm, So that's all you need. You need to be mature in the Lord, further along in your walk than whoever you're going to be reaching out to and pouring into, Mm -hmm. and that you're growing, that you're not stuck. Now, you may be stuck in certain things, but you are really growing in your relationship with the Lord. Now, a mentoring relationship is when that mentor is willing to give up one hour a week Mm -hmm. and pour into another person. It's all biblical. You can find it all over the the Bible from Old to New Testament, but that is what mentoring means. And giving up one hour, a lot of times people say, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But our pastor, um, Aaron Bryant, at Mm -hmm. our church at Avenue South has a sign on the wall, and he's constantly reminding us, we're asking for one hour out of 168 hours a week. (laughs) Okay, so... You boil it down like that, it's like, (laughs) God's saying you can have 167 yeah. I just want one for one other person. Mm-hmm. And so of good. course, it takes maybe some texting, some talking, some phone calls or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is so powerfully changes on both sides of the yeah. table. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So why would you say then it's so important? I'm sure there's plenty of things you could say to that. But when it comes to this mentoring relationship, what? why do you feel like it's such an important thing for people? When I talk to people, they say to me, you know, Jamie, if I would have had one person mm-hmm. walk beside me, when I was 18, I would not have so many mess ups. I would have had someone to be accountable to. I would have had someone to reach out to, cry with. Most importantly, I could not believe when my mentor right at the beginning was sitting on the other side of the table and was just listening. Mm -hmm. She didn't ask me for anything. She didn't demand anything. She didn't even, a lot of times, say too much. Yeah. But I never had anyone sit down and listen to me with no agenda. Yeah. And it was so powerful. So That's if so you are sitting right now listening to a podcast or whatever they're doing, maybe they're on the treadmill, mm-hmm. doesn't know. But if you are disconnected, do not feel like you're being heard and you mm-hmm. don't have someone to talk to, that's where mentoring will change your life. Yeah. Mm, okay. And I, I love even just as you mentioned, um, Pastor Aaron Bryant, and I know a little bit about his own story and that he has experienced 
life change through mentoring relationships as well. Mm -hmm. So he's very passionate about that within his church. Mm -hmm. You're very passionate because you've experienced it firsthand. And so I just have to keep wondering, man, if more people in the church had experienced the power of it, it would probably be just like an assumed thing that this is this is what happens in the church right. because I've experienced it firsthand and so that makes me passionate about it and so I just think man if more leaders and pastors out there had experienced this in their own life they probably wouldn't have been looking at you like that's weird that you asked you know when you <laughs> mm-hmm. went to these new churches mm-hmm. like oh mentoring sounds good uh, tell us if that works out for you you mm-hmm. know but if they themselves had experienced it firsthand how passionate they then would be yeah. about it so Jamie as we're talking I'm thinking man okay so people walk through all different kinds of seasons of their lives, things, you know, seasons where things are kind of just running smooth, everything's all right. Seasons where there's big life change, like you mentioned, getting married, having a child, um, going off to college, you know, there's those seasons. Then there's seasons where you're just really maybe in a dark pit, really struggling with something. You know, a lot of the times we talk about different life controlling issues that people can struggle with. So would you say that there are very specific seasons when someone should be seeking out a mentor or is it really just like there's like everyone, everyone needs one. Is there like a specific mm-hmm. type of person or struggle or life stage that someone should really seek that out? What I want to encourage everyone that's listening today is there are tons of things that you can talk about. With a mentor, though, no limits. Mm-hmm. You talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Addictions, problems, joys, wins and loses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the greatest thing about this is this is the missing link of church because yeah. we always think that someone needs to talk after a crisis happens. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage the listener tonight, today to just jump into this and have an open mind and ask the Lord, start praying about it, that you want to have someone pouring into your life when things are really good. Yeah, that's yep. good. You don't want to wait till it's in a crisis. Absolutely. Now, now for those who are in a crisis right now, can I get a mentor? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. God never intended for us to do life alone. So we need to have someone, and you don't need to have a person, a mentor for every crisis. Mm -hmm. One mentor is all you need. Remember, a mentor is someone who's further along in their walk with the Lord and growing. So they don't, they're just Jesus with skin on. Mm -hmm. They are there listening and encouraging, giving you scripture, and also speaking into that point when you're in the pit and you're not here hearing God. Mm -hmm. You are not hearing positive. You're not hearing anything good Mm -hmm. in your your walk right now. Mm -hmm. So an encourager or your mentor is the person that will lift you up. But you want to have that relationship right now. Don't wait another minute. And for those who are saying, well, maybe I could be a mentor. Don't wait. (laughs) Go ahead and move ahead and and start pouring into someone else. So how would you say that even, um, you know, a lot of times some things that we encourage people with is if you are, um, if you're really in a place of struggle with a certain issue, we are always encouraging people with the role of professional help and Mm -hmm. and counseling and things like that in the midst of some of those seasons of life. How would you say that mentoring and counseling work hand in hand? Are they mutually exclusive? If someone's seeking out professional counseling, can they also have that mentor relationship? What does that look like Mm -hmm. to you? Oh, this is the greatest thing about mentoring is that everyone in the church can be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, When you need a counselor and you go to that counselor, which we all encourage those who need that, it's Mm -hmm. a positive thing. Mm -hmm. But that 
most of the time, not always, but most of the time that counselor can't or doesn't have time to go with you to church and sit in beside the in the pew. Sure. Right. Um, where a mentor can be there on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, a mentor is not paid. A mentor mm-hmm. is just doing it. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's just what God wants us to do. You can't pass over Titus 2. Mm-hmm. Titus 2 says that we need to be pouring into women into women, men into men. Mm-hmm. So the, they counseling and mentoring work together. Yep. But you don't need necessarily to have only one and not the other. Mm-hmm. So I encourage everyone, especially for those who say, you know, I would love to have counselor, but I can't afford it. Well, we're asking you, well, would you consider a godly mentor who would pour into your life and be available mm-hmm. for yeah. you? Yeah. you know, and Absolutely. it would change your life. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So mm-hmm. how would you say then, Jamie, because on Mercy Talk, we also get very practical about things. Yeah. Practically, if we have a listener who's right now is like, yes, this is awesome. This is something I want to do. How would you practically encourage them to begin seeking out a mentor, especially if they're not in a church or in a setting where this is just sort of built in, like at your church, Mm -hmm. if they have to kind of put some work to it, what would it look like to begin seeking out a mentor for themselves? The first thing is to pray and ask God to open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And you're going to start now looking around you and paying attention to conversations. You're going to hear people with, really raunchy mouths Mm -hmm. or with lives that are very evil Mm -hmm. and maybe even very negative and they put people down that is not a mentor right easy checklist off Mm -hmm. but you listen and God probably most likely loves you so much (laughs) which we do know he does (laughs) that he's got a mentor for you right in front of you but you've never thought about it Mm -hmm. and you haven't looked so pray and ask God to open your eyes number two is start listening Mm -hmm. watching observing Mm -hmm. paying attention to the people that are around you whether it's at work and you're just standing around the coke machine or if you're at lunch and you're at the Panera I meet many people that say I love that conversation. Do you think I could have a mentor? You know, and Mm -hmm. so you can hear those conversations. Then number three is very important. You've got to be brave. You've got Mm -hmm. to be courageous and you've got to walk across the room. (laughs) (laughs) This is where people start like sweating. Yes. Uh And, and people, especially my introverts will say to me, I, I don't even know how to do, I don't know how to do that. And you say, okay, Lord, help me today. I need to walk across the room. Sometimes you, you, it takes you many days but you walk across the room and begin that conversation of hey that was really cool I saw how you handled that crisis Mm -hmm. at work Mm -hmm. I was just wondering maybe could you want to get a you know a coke or do you want to meet for some iced tea or coffee i'd love to hear how you got to the point in your life where you could do that i mm-hmm. could never have handled it that way mm-hmm. or at, and you'll be amazed but there are a lot of people that get together at different functions and events whether it's a fundraiser or it's at church mm-hmm. and they have walked in and out of a room and never been connected no one has ever yeah. said hi or know their name so you you can't wait forever um, to just wait for someone to say hello. You have to go ahead, walk across the room, and start the conversation. And Mm -hmm. if you have to, practice. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and practice. Mm -hmm. And it will happen. It will happen. Mm -hmm. I promise. I love that. So, Jamie, how would you say on the flip side of that, if someone is thinking, maybe they already have a mentor, maybe they're like, yes, I'm going to go seek out someone who can pour into my life in that way. I also want to pour into someone else's life. And I'm, I'm feeling that calling of like, I need to be doing exactly what you're describing for someone else. Mm-hmm. 
how does that conversation look? Because I'm, I mean, literally just sitting here as we're talking, I'm thinking about some younger women at my church that I'm like, man, I would love, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's someone very specifically who I know is getting married like this weekend. I'm thinking, oh man, I am by no means an expert in marriage, but you know, I'm three years down the road. Like there's some things that I've learned that I would love to pour into Mm -hmm. someone who's new. How does that look? If you don't have that already built into the structure of your church, for example, right? how and a lot don't. No. Mm-hmm. And that's why I go around and train and try yeah. to help people and uh, do, Spread the word. do podcasts or do yeah. whatever I can to get the word out. Um, this is something where we have to immediately start um, taking the fear off the table. Yeah. Because the first thing they think of is, I don't have a seminary degree. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Or I've never really memorized a lot of scripture. And th- immediately they start thinking of the things they can't do, mm-hmm. which we know that is not coming from the Lord because right. he says in Titus 2 that the women are to pour into the younger women, men into men. So men and women, you cannot say, I didn't know. It's yeah. in Titus 2. <laughs> that's right. But here's, no excuses yeah, That's right. And here is the easy thing. Um, every one of us have very important God stories. Mm-hmm. Things where we failed and things where we, we've really been a winner at and or that we've just learned. Maybe mm-hmm. it's you know, just right in the middle of the road. Um, those are what we need to be sharing. That's yeah. what the next generation, someone a little bit younger than you or someone that's even older than you but doesn't, you know, has never had any uh, um, exposure at all to God or to um, another person pouring into mm-hmm. them. So what we want to encourage you to do is just like I was talking to the person that needs a mentor, mm-hmm. the mentor needs to say, hey, walk across the room and say, you know, like you're the young woman that's getting married. You have so much potential. Mm-hmm. I've seen you and I know that some of the things that God has taught me might be able to help you. And I would love to share some of my God stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's get together. I'd mm-hmm. love for a cup of coffee. If nothing else comes of it, at least you've been obedient. Yeah. yeah that's and so you good. just share your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that like that that right off the bat walking across the room conversation has to say I would like to know if you'd like to be a mentor for me <laughs> for one hour w- per week every but or like, I have so much to share yeah. and I would like to be your mentor you look like, <laughs> you, look like you could use yeah. some help no but but to be able to just say like I've noticed this I've seen this I've observed this yes. I would love to get together yes. and then maybe it's more just in that first conversation as you're kind of like dialoguing that that more maybe formalized way of getting yeah. together mm-hmm. starts to get created it's not mm -hmm. awkward and weird and you want to remember now mentoring relationship a mentor is not trying to create another person just like them right Right? that would be totally off god's agenda Mm -hmm. what you want to do is put all of your agenda aside and just be jesus with skin on and help someone be the god created them to be Mm -hmm. whether it's a man or a woman not try to even go with um some does you just be prayed up Mm -hmm. and be willing to listen yeah and the encouragement comes out of your mouth and you're like wow where'd that come from god and so god will move if you get out of the way Mm -hmm. yeah that's so good well jamie it has been such a treat to have you here with us today thank you again so much for joining us and for listeners i'm happy to report jamie will be back with us next week so we will be continuing this conversation if you're interested in knowing more about jamie her ministry what she does if you'd like to buy her book you can go to jamieleehall.com and the spelling of that is j-a-y-m-e-l-e-e-h-u-l-l.com and like i said you can go there find out all about what she does her speaking her book there's just a lot more interesting information on mentoring so we hope you will join us next week 
We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.